Now from the KFX Weather Center, somewhat drier and cooler air has moved into the state. Daytime highs 105 to 107 throughout the entire weekend and pretty much monsoon free. We have another big heat up, though, and that comes the middle of next week. Jim Howe, KFX News Talk Radio, 1100. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 94 degrees. Coming up this week on The Kevin Trudeau Show. I'm Kevin Trudeau, The Kevin Trudeau Show, everything they don't want you to know about. This week, I have headlines you don't hear about in the mainstream media. Plus, natural cures for better health and ways to have, be, or do everything and anything you ever will desire. Improve your physical, financial, and mental health today. The Kevin Trudeau Show. Sundays from noon to 3 p.m. on News Talk Radio 1100 KFNX. Are you paying more than you have to for your home loan? Discover how to take advantage of the lowest interest rates in decades and put money back in your pocket every month. E-Loan Choice has been authorized to offer new mortgage rates that are starting a new refi boom. Rates are at all-time lows, and that means lower interest and lower payments for you. Lock in your low rate for 30 years before rates go up again. You never know when waiting even one day could cost you thousands in interest payments. For a free rate quote to refinance or for first-time home Homebuyers, call eLoan Choice now. Call 800 917 3794. 800 917 3794. Our friendly professionals will help you find the loan that's the best fit for you to save the maximum amount of money possible and discover just how little you could be paying for your home. Rates may never be this low again in your lifetime, so don't miss out. Call 800-917-3794. Call 800-917-3794. 800-917-3794. Passion and desire can attract everything you want in life. Passion by Design is a show about designing a life of passion. I'm Paula McChesney. And I'm Sandy Peckinpah, and we're the authors of a concept and a book called Passion by Design. Our book and our show about is about enhancing your life. Join us for lively discussions on ambiance, essence, and amore, love that is. And that's what the Passion by Design lifestyle is all about. Our guests include relationship coaches, home experts, celebrity chefs, motivational speakers, and inspiring actors, artists, and musicians. And the possibilities are endless, and we're here with you live every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon to discuss living life fully through the senses here on KFNX 1100 News Talk Radio. Hi, Sandy. Hello, Paula. And hello to our listening audience in Arizona. And if you're streaming us live at www.1100kfnx.com, you may be anywhere in the world. Welcome to the show. Today we have a fantastic show, Sandy. I am so excited. 
because we're focusing on relationships. Mm -hmm. And I actually think it's what every couple needs to know about keeping intimacy alive. Absolutely. And I'm going to share a little personal fact here. I am celebrating one week from today. I am celebrating 23 years with my absolute sweetheart, the man I adore, the love of my life. And he is a love, Paula. And he is you know, a love, yes. <laughs> what I love about you and I doing this show together is that I'm in a completely different situation where I am just about to get married in a month. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. I Boy, what, and we bring we bring a a scope of of relationships. You know, Sandy, when we started Passion by Design, this concept about nine years ago and it it came out of um as an interior designer i had been designing high end homes for a long long time and i realized there was a real need for focus on creating a sanctuary and a very personal intimate space for first of all ourselves mm-hmm. and i think i think the most important relationship that we have is with self and whatever we consider our our divine or or how, wherever you want to go with that. Um, and so I really thought about it a lot. In the space where we are alone and we, we it, it's really where we connect with, with our own soul and our being, is in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And too often that space is just overloaded with televisions and computers and exercise bikes and so forth. And so out of the, that realization, Passion by Design was born, and it's a, it is a, a transformational program, as many of you know, to really create environments and focus that supports your relationship with self and your relationship with your most intimate one. And that mm-hmm. includes color and fragrance and music and food and all these wonderful sensual things. Uh, right. that we love to talk about in our book, which is called Passion by Design, Redecorate Your Bedroom and Reinvent Your Love Life. <laughs> well, I wish it was <laughs> as simple as that, but not quite. But all, we are going to be embracing uh, the total, the, I, I believe it would be like the total package of the relationship in that today we're going to have a really special guest who talks about relationships and that's her expertise. And we talk about the physical environment because that's what holds us close. The physical Mm -hmm. environment surrounds us. Our love surrounds us. You know, our friends surround us. But where do we house that relationship? We house it in our home environment. Mm-hmm. And our work environment even, I mean, it extends to our environment, even in our car. Remember when we had the um, the organizational planner uh, oh, on, yes, she was on the show and she was talking about even the car and how you can make that a really special place. So I think that has bearing on your sense of well-being. Well, it really does. And, you know, dear, dear Coco Chanel said the home is an expression mm-hmm. of our soul. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, and I so I so believe that. And uh, you know, we we've written a very fun um, passion quiz that we're going to touch on just a little bit here in, in a few minutes. Um, in a few minutes here, and it is on our website, which is uh, passionbydesign.com. You can go, and we have made the quiz available to you for free. 
So if anyone is listening wants to go and follow along um, with us, and mm-hmm. also make sure and like our page, if you would, please, because we like to be liked, don't we, Sandy? Yes, we do. <laughs> but one of the, the first quiz, question we have on our quiz is, when did you ch- last change the furnishings in your bedroom? Was it recently? Was it about three years ago, four to 15 years ago, or 15 to who knows how many years ago? And as a designer, I am always fascinated, I will no longer say surprised, but fascinated by how long people really go keeping the same bedroom furnishings. Mm -hmm. And I understand you know, that people think, oh, a bed is expensive and it's a big piece of furniture and it's difficult to move and so on and so forth. However, there are many things that can be done to to change even existing furnishings and add some new fresh things. So right. what's another question? Well, my answer to that yeah. question is I did change it about four years ago. And yes. um, because I wasn't really in the relationship of my life, which is at this moment, I didn't get a chance to use it properly. So, <laughs> so now I can honestly say that my, my romantic bedroom is perfectly appropriate, fresh, and new for my wonderful relationship that began a year and a half ago. So that would be the answer for me, even though four years ago it's still new. But one of the other questions that I think is so important, um, our sex lives, many therapists say it's the glue that holds us together. Uh It's that important something that is um, an exchange of passion that keeps the heart aflutter. And in our quiz question, we ask, would you describe your sex life as A, romantic and adventurous, B, routine, or C, needing a kickstart? And I think... Having, I was married before for a 25-year relationship uh, to a lovely, lovely man who sadly passed away. But I can say that there were many, many times when we needed that kickstart, Paula. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's true, and and I I love the fact that that this topic and our sexuality as humans is is. Being much more openly talked about now, and it's not—it's not dirty. It's not—you uh, know, for heaven's sakes, mm-hmm. if our parents didn't have sex, we wouldn't be here, yes, would we? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a—it's a wonderful, huge part of being human. Mm-hmm. Um, and I—I I know that we're going to talk about that a little bit in our next in our next segment with with um, our guest. But it's—it's it's so important for men, especially. You know, I think it's important for women too. Mm-hmm. And men are biologically driven that that is a need that they that they have they need they need to have a sexual release on a regular basis and we put a quote in our book, Sandy, that I have to say when we first were doing the research for the book nine years ago, mm-hmm. I was shocked at this quote, and it was that men think about sex every nine seconds, something like that, yeah, shocking yes. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> amazing. An amazing um, amount of time for a woman's point of view, and yet you know a man a man is very visual, or men are very visual, and we've had some great 
Um, we had Jonathan Asley on a couple of weeks ago, who really gave us a great perspective. Uh, you know how men how men look at relationships and so forth. Right. You can so, go to our website and hear that uh, that radio show in our archive because that was oh, a good one. That was very good. He mm-hmm. gave he gave great information. Um, but if you've just tuned tuned in, uh, you're listening to Passion by Design. I'm Paula McChesney here with my co-host Sandy Peckinpah, and we're talking about relationships, and we're looking forward to introducing our fantastic guest Linda Carroll after we come back from a break. We've got lots more to share with you, so don't go away. And what my heart has I can't hardly wait to hold you, feel my arms around you. How long I have waited, waited just to love you. Now that I have found you, you've got the look of love. Every day's a holiday in Healthy Habit Health Food Store, 6029 North 7th Street. Tune in to Healthy Health Call discussing the latest breakthroughs of integrative medicine. Tune in Monday through Friday, 9 to 10 a.m. and call with your questions, 602-266-1000. Discover world-class physicians, medical researchers, Hollywood celebrities, professional athletes, and testimonials from our patients and consumers of natural products. Call 602-266-1000. The American Lung Association, we're fighting for a day when we can all breathe easier. We're fighting for clear skies over every city and healthy lungs throughout the country. We're fighting to keep harmful secondhand smoke out of our public spaces and workplaces. And fighting to free millions of Americans from the addictive grip of tobacco and the devastating effects of lung disease. We're fighting for a day when kids no longer battle airborne poisons in their own homes or the fear of an asthma attack. The American Lung Association isn't just fighting for air. We're fighting for all the things that make it worth breathing, and we can use your help. Join us in the fight. Visit fightingforair.org and read about just a few of the many ways the American Lung Association is fighting to protect the air we breathe, both indoors and out. See what you can do at fightingforair.org. A large majority of IT projects fail to meet deadlines or run grossly over budget. Campbell Management Consulting offers a solution. Visit our website, campbellmanagement.us, to learn more about the skills we'll bring to the success of your IT project. And tune in every Monday at 7 p.m. after Lou Dobbs for our live interview show called Clarity from Chaos. IT projects on time and on budget. CampbellManagement.us. Call 623-266-0756. 623-266-0756. CampbellManagement.us. In a way, I know my heart is waking up As all the walls come tumbling down Closer than I've ever felt before And I know, and you know There's no need for words right now Welcome back to Passion by Design here on KFNX News Talk Radio. 
I'm Sandy Peckinpah, and I'm here with my co-host, Paula McChesney. We've been discussing tuning up your relationship. Paula, we have a great guest today. Oh, we certainly do, and I'm so we are both so honored um, to welcome Linda Carroll to our show. And Linda Carroll has a very impressive history and background, and she just has the most warm and engaging smile. I, she's just delightful. And Linda is um, from San Francisco originally. She grew up there in the 50s and uh, ended up moving to New Zealand and raising um, sheep, children, and many dogs, which I thought was quite quite funny. <laughs> I, I used to live in New Zealand, too, Linda, by the way. We'll, we'll chat about did that you? at another time. I did. Oh, we have a um, lot to talk about. Yes, we do. Somehow that's not a surprise. And when you came back from New Zealand, you went to Oregon. Uh, you learned, excuse me, you earned your master's in counseling and you began practicing as a therapist. And then in the 90s, you found and married your real love, Tom Barad, a veterinarian from New Zealand, and you and he began collaborating and teaching couples-based uh, workshops based on the Imago work of Harville Hendricks and then your own insights as well. You have now been married 21 years, if this is accurate, and you Five. have uh, 25? Yeah, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. See, I was going to say I've got you beat by two, but all right, you're ahead of me. And you have just done such magnificent work with many, many, many hundreds and thousands of marriages around the world. So welcome to the show. We're just honored and delighted to have you. Yes, well, thank welcome. you, Paula and Sandy. Both of you, I don't know which is which as you're talking. but I'm Paula. I just introduced you. You're Paula. And yes. yes, and I'm Sandy. And Sandy, and you have a wonderful, you're, you're a melody together. Your voices just <laughs> intercept beautifully. Well, you, thank you, Linda. You know we've been uh, friends since we were 12. Isn't it wonderful? I have, <laughs> I have a friend. I have two friends since I was 12. Oh. And we are, and it's the most, I think it's one of the, it's the greatest, it's the unending um, de- insurance deposit for well-being that I know is having oh, yes. for that long. <laughs> yes. It's not, it what doesn't a, have anything to do with the S&P. It just goes and goes and goes. And Oh, what a, what a great, gift. I love that. <laughs> it is. It's true. It's absolutely it true. It, you uh, know, it really is because we're always there for each other, and no matter what, we can count on each other through thick and thin, up and down, you know, all that good stuff. And you don't have to explain anything. And you know, one of the uh-uh. things that, uh, one of the ways that my, because you know everything, you were together from the, you saw it all. Yeah. And that's one right. of, one of, one of the, the, my early inspirations in my work was when I was, um, see, not we're doing so much work in marriage counseling and relationship counseling, but I was just working with individuals. Very early on, I, I was so surprised how many women I found that didn't have close friends and so I started doing women's groups I started doing them 30 years ago and you know I have one of the women's groups I started about 25 years ago is still going they've been meeting for 15 years on their own and they've created such a support for each other that um, it was just and I just think of it as sort of a passing on what I was so blessed to have when I was when I was a kid is these friendships that you two have so congratulations you should do a show on how you've kept that going Yes, we we probably could, Paula, couldn't we? I That's guess we idea. could. It's just it's always been so easy. Yes. You know, I think I think that um, you know that's a great show topic. But this is about you, Linda. Okay, right. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. So, uh, what 
you know, you you said something on your website that I just loved, and it's it's a term that I've used um, is hot monogamy. And can you talk about that, please? I think that that so many people would would aspire to that. And how how can you help them get there? Well, the hot monogamy, the phrase hot monogamy actually has come from a book, which sadly is not uh-huh. in print by a woman whose name is truthfully, her name is Patricia Love. She is fabulous. Oh, yes, I know and that. I did a, you know her, and I did a, I did a uh-huh. week's training with her. And the book is really, it's based on the idea that couples really want monogamy and this, that there is, that is for so many people that that, 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 that <sighs> A long-term relationship which satisfies so many parts of us actually contributes to sex being boring. That one of the things sex thrives on is excitement and new and not knowing and not having. And one of the things that a, rela- that a long-term relationship thrives on is stability and knowing. And so there's a, there's a, a trouble between the two. And that if we just allow, and I think this is what your work is so wonderfully about, that if we just <laughs> allow our relationship to sort of take the course, that for many, many people, part of that course sexually is it just gets old and boring. And mm-hmm. you have to do something intentionally to bring the hot back, to bring back some of that wonderful, early, juicy excitement. And I think you two Absolutely. are certainly covering that. You know, I think we are programmed. We're programmed for for falling in love. It takes no intelligence. It takes no self-awareness. I did it when I was 11. Anybody does it. We do it all the time. And we're programmed for that, for the, relate, for the things that we fell in love with. For the other side of that is to start getting annoyed with the things that drew us to the other person. Uh-huh. We're programmed to get disillusioned. At that point, we that's where that's where intention comes in. We do the first two things happen without any intention, without any action on our part. We fall in love, we get delusion, uh, we get delusion, we get we start with being delusioned, delusional, and then we we fall into sort of a state of, of feeling disillusioned. And then what do we do about it? And I think that's where our work intersects because you have, you know, passion by design. It's that you can bring that right to the erotic part of the relationship and say. A hot monogamy, to use Pat Love's phrase, by design. What do we do now? How do we start bringing it back? Uh-huh. Well, we have a chapter in our book, Linda, that's called uh, Bringing Vacation Sex Back Home. Isn't that it's so great? I'm so Isn't glad you fun? said that. Because, you know, so often I see couples who have been sent by a therapist off to have a great vacation, and in fact, it worked. It was wonderful. All those things came back. They walked in. They came in the house. The phone started ringing, you know, they found out uh-huh. the goldfish were dead, that uh-huh. um, the babysitter quit. They they walk in, there's a pile of bills, and they're back to the same stresses that lead to the same troubles. And so how do you bring that into your regular life? I think it's a very wonderful and important concept. Mm. Well, it's so it's so much fun, and, and it, it is powerful. And, you know, I think um, in titling our book the way we did, you know, Passion by Design, we mean by intention. Yes, that's right. Make make this the focus of your relationship and your life, and then redecorate your bedroom and reinvent your love life. It's a bit tongue in cheek, but it's very serious. Addressing what you have just said and how powerful. In fact, just literally not. And this is true. Sandy doesn't even know this. Five minutes before we went on the air, I was in rearranging pictures in my pantry. 
Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we, he's laughing at me. Well, that sounds um, like, that was a, yes, go ahead. What well, we collect people? art, and so we, we yeah. have to it. Um, you know, salon style, which is sort of stacked one on top of the other. And so I went in and I just rearranged some pictures and moved some things around. And we walk in and it's like, oh, wow, that, wow, I love that one. Ooh, forgot yeah. we bought that one together. Ooh, well, yeah, you know. and, yeah. and I think that brings me, it brings us to a really important point. Linda, how do you rearrange the love relationship for making it new and exciting again? What, what are those cycles and those steps that you can help us with? Well, I think that the the most important thing about that is, um, how, well, I think there's two. One is understanding. I have on my website, I have a beginning of a book I'm writing on love cycles that if people want to go to it and, and get the newsletter, I, I talk about what the stages are. Um, that the first stage, as I said, is falling in love, and then there's disillusionment that comes in. And And at that point, what happens is we have to arrange – we have to do two things. One is knowing the information, understanding that there is a natural course, that it doesn't mean the end of love or re- that there's something wrong. It just means we're in a developmental cycle and that if we understand what those cycles are and we understand that they, that they are not a sign that something's wrong, but they're rather a signal that we need to start being more intentional. That's the mm-hmm. first, is knowing the information. And the second, I think, is to is to know ourselves well enough, to know where we are are looking out at our partner and our relationship through a certain lens, and we all have those lenses that that stop it from being able to be all that it can be. You know, oh. we have um, where where do I have um, I, one of the things that I've just been learning about again and really thinking about in relationship to couples is this whole idea of confirmation bias. Do you know what confirmation bias is? It's so fascinating. Um, you know what, Linda, hold that thought because we want to hear all about that and we need to go to a quick break. Um, tell us your website for our listening audience. I'm sure they're going to want to go on that right away. It's called Linda A. Carroll, L-I-N-D-A, A. C-A-R-R-O-L-L dot com. Linda A. Excellent. Excellent. And um, I'm Paula McChesney here on Passion by Design, KFNX News Talk Radio. We're about to go to break. Don't go away. We've got lots more with Linda Carroll. We'll be right back. Laura Ingram, Neil Bortz, Steve Malsberg, Lou Dobbs, KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, the voice of the valley. Lars Larson, weeknights at 10 on KFNX. CNN Radio, I'm Stan Case. Iran state-run media report two Americans locked up for more than two years have been sentenced to eight years in prison. Hikers Josh Vital and Shane Bauer were detained after apparently entering Iran by mistake. CNN's Susan Candiata reports their case has drawn worldwide attention. They've had a tremendous amount of support uh, since the beginning from people who are following their case online that have spoken out on their behalf from world figures who have come 
to the hiker's defense. A third hiker was released last year for health reasons. A witness says tanks rolled into the Syrian city of Homs early Saturday as security forces launched a new offensive against anti-government protesters. Another witness says he's trapped inside his house because of sniper fire. The reports cannot be independently confirmed. Thousands of striking Verizon workers will return to work Monday. The company says there is progress in contract talks. This is CNN Radio. Hi, everybody. Jim Howell from the KFNX Weather Center. Somewhat drier and cooler air has moved into the state. Daytime highs 105 to 107 throughout the entire weekend and pretty much monsoon-free. We have another big heat up, though, and that comes the middle of next week. Jim Howell, KFNX News Talk Radio, 1100. Currently in downtown Phoenix, it's 94 degrees. I have the answer. Call me for this link and you will call me back. I have the answer. Who was the dynamic leader that history tells us that when he went to meet his maker that his eyes were not dim nor his vigor abated? I have the answer. I urge you, choose science and not celebrities in your pursuit of an active lifestyle well beyond statistical predictions. I have the answer. Is your energy level low and your health insurance costs high? I have the answer. Tired of buying grocery store produce from third world countries that have been sprayed with who knows what? I have the answer. I have nutrient-dense, locally grown produce, and so much more. It costs a few bucks, but it's worth a million bucks. Charisma culture is our name, and applying gifts is our game. I have the answer. 602-762-2601. It's time to make the crowd go wild. It's time for the Pac-12. It's time for Sun Devil Football. Get your tickets for the 2011 Sun Devil football season today. The seven-game home schedule includes a non-conference showdown with preseason top 15 Missouri, new Pac-12 foe Colorado, and traditional rivals USC and Arizona. Visit us online at thesundevils.com or call 480-727-0000. It's time to be a Sun Devil. Laura Ingram, mornings at 6 on KFNX. In a way I know my heart is waking up As all the walls come tumbling down Closer than I've ever felt before And I know, and you know There's no need for words right now Welcome back to Passion by Design. I'm Sandy Peckinpah here with my co-host Paula McChesney, and we're talking with relationship therapist Linda Carroll. Just before we took our break, Linda, we were talking about love cycles and reclaiming love, and you were discussing confirmation bias. Do you want to continue that conversation? I do, because what we were we're talking about is how to what we need to do on the inside to be able to have passion by design. And one of those things is to know the way that how we look out at our partner affects how we see them. Confirmation bias is a, is a term which means that rather than have information and then make a decision, we make a decision, and in this case about our partner, and then all the information comes through and we interpret it. So an example of this, because I'm a, an experiential learner, and even though I've taught relationship classes for 20 years, I'm not, certainly not, I haven't arrived 
I'm in a constant state of being humbled. Um, <laughs> last week, we got we got four chickens about two months ago, which neither of us are farmers. We were very thrilled about them. And last week, my husband called me and said he had must have forgotten to put one of them in the little house at night and that it was missing. And I immediately thought he was careless that he didn't he didn't take care to put them away that he should have and i felt i felt angry and i started to think about ways that i thought he had been careless in our life for for 40 years i've known him so i started selecting events and then two days later and i and so i said to him i think you were careless and i think that it was it happened because you didn't put the chicken away right and then two days later i put the chickens away and there were only two left, and we found out a raccoon had come in the neighborhood. And not only that, when the raccoon man came with the cage, he, he showed me how the raccoon had opened the chicken coop. And it had nothing to do with my husband's carelessness. It had to do with the cleverness of the raccoon. But I had made a whole story up about how once in 2004 we missed a plane because he hadn't gotten the tickets put in the right place, and I started to find all this evidence to support this idea that he'd been careless because my beloved chicken had been sacrificed. And it was totally, it wasn't true. And I think we do that all the time. And so where, and I had just been reading about confirmation bias, and I thought, there it is. He's not uh-huh. careless. It's not, or not any more than I am. But I had a whole story. I was watching him all the time for new signs of this of this new um, diagnosis that I had put on him. Label. <laughs> So how do we do that in our lives? You know, how are we how are we creating an idea of who our partner is and not in the best way and finding ways to support that. So that's that's one of the it's an example of how it, how we need to design the inside. We have to we have to find a different way or find a way of of observing or witnessing how we are looking at what's going on in our relationship and how we are finding ways to interpret it. And and based on that, making a response. Linda, so, do you think do women do that more than men? I, you know, that's a really great question, and I think that probably that I think it's in some ways we do, but we know you know one of the things about women is that most women, and I don't I know that not everyone falls into these, but most women fear disconnection, and most uh-huh. men fear being seen as incompetent or disrespect. And we get into big loops that way. Um, you know, that, 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 that's another thing I work with with couples is these, these loops people get into. So, um, and I'll, I'm going to go back to your question. So an example would be a woman fears disconnection. She, fe- she feels it. She becomes critical. He feels disrespected. He withdraws. She gets more disconnection, becomes more critical. And it loops. The question is, are, are men more, uh, do they do this more with confirmation bias. No, I think they do it differently. I think men are more vulnerable to feeling criticized. And oh. Women are more vulnerable to feeling disconnected or feeling cut off. And I think so. I think we we go to where we're more vulnerable and we protect ourselves by sometimes looking for the worst as a way of protection. I think it's different. I don't think it's less or more. Mm, that is wow, a really interesting assessment of that. That, that is really interesting. What do you think? You know, I, I completely agree with you, and I, I have verbalized that in my own way, too, and uh, I, I just, I totally agree with you, and I really like, Linda, the way you express that, because it's not about more or less or, or you know, it's about our differences, and 
I think one of the the most empowering things is to recognize that, um, and I think it's Alison Armstrong who does, in my view, wonderful relationship work. I think she said something like, men are not just hairy women. (laughs) Isn't that great? They, we yes. have our differences, and they should be celebrated. And one of the differences that I really recognize is the differences in our desire levels um, between men and women and between different times of our lives. And can you speak to that at all, how that changes and flows and what we do about it? So the different desire levels? Yes. Um, I think it's. I think one of the things that, that is really harmful is that and that we have to all work with is the images and the way that our culture promotes a certain kind of sexuality as being it you know which is really wonderful when you're 24 and you haven't thought of menopause and you have you don't have any kind of baby flab and everything about you is at a certain age you know i think that the most that, that's, that, that there that I read a research once that said a research article that said that people report the best sex in their 60s and 70s, and I thought, what was that about? You know, I remember reading it when I was in my 40s. Um, I doubted it, but I think that there really is something. I don't know if that's the ultimate statistic, but I think that there's something too that that it, it being able to to learn at and you don't learn that for a long time. That I think the best sex is about. Acceptance. I think it's sort of velveteen rabbit sex where you, you know, your hair is worn off and not everything works right, but that there is so much acceptance and it's about connection and about sweetness and about appreciation. It's not, it's not about a certain, I mean, it can be the same kind of exciting and hot monogamy of it or hot sex of an earlier age, but I think we have all these images about what it's supposed to be. People with low desire, for instance, often think that sex is over, but we can be aroused without having desire. If you have intention and goodwill, you can, a lot of times I work with couples who haven't had sex for so long and they, they'll make an agreement, okay, we're just going to do it. We're just going to do it. You know, it, even though it seems unnatural, we're going to set it aside a time and do it. And then they say, well, it felt so good. Why don't we do it more often? But we, if we don't have high desire, we forget how good it feels. And we think, why would anybody want to do that? That's, I, can, I can say that as someone who's 67, you know, and have had really big droughts in my desire level. Um, but then once I start, it's so, it feels so, so different. It feels so good. It feels so mm-hmm. rich. And I think that we have to get the images of sort of the, the 25-year-old or the 32-year-old romance as being the only kind of good sex there is. Like there's, that you can, that, that sex can cover a whole lifetime. If we allow for it, and maybe that goes back to that confirmation bias again, where if we don't fit into a certain image or our partner doesn't, or certain things don't work right, which it doesn't for more than half the people half the time past the age of 50, that we think somehow it's a failure when it can actually be sweeter and better. Well, you know, Linda, I think that that is such a, a great point. And a word that a friend of mine used who's in her 60s and a very lovely, vital, alive woman, she said, you know, sex has become more elegant. Mm. And I really liked that term mm. in the sense that it's, it's a sense of, of self, 
I know who I am. I'm comfortable in my skin. I'm comfortable in my body. You know, my husband can be comfortable in his. And, and all of those words that you described about acceptance and connection and sweetness and appreciation are so, are so lovely. And, and I think that, that they, when we hold those thoughts in our mind, that's what shows up. And, I want to ask you more questions. So, Linda, if you have time to stay with us for uh, for another 15 minutes or so, we would I'd love be happy to invite to. you to stay. Sure. Oh, That'd be fine. Thank you. Yes, that'd be great. Linda, that is such an important point you were making about how our society is constantly fed images of what sex should be. Mm-hmm. And one trend that I've noticed is that, you know, the sex on TV and in movies, it's so urgent. It's over in 20 seconds, you know. It's like ripping the clothes off in the elevator, run into the bedroom, throw each other down on the bed, and there you go. That's right. I thought, where is the sensuality? And as a woman who is definitely over 50, um, I am experiencing the most romantic um, physical pleasures in life that I've ever had. And I think it comes from a comfort level as well as an understanding of the joining of two souls in an intimate uh, relationship. That's That's right. That's right. Um, you know, I, I remember in graduate school, that was 35 years ago, but I remember one of the most erotic movies I've ever seen was a woman having sex with her husband, and he was a quadriplegic in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. And it was the way mm-hmm. that we can just learn to appreciate and care for a, another person that don't have to be from GQ or some, you know, the mm-hmm. images that are that were fed all the time. And they can make us feel so bad about ourselves. I think that there is also... Um, the idea that technique is that good sex is about technique. I don't think it's about technique. I think it's about listening, and kindness, and appreciation, and about um, healthy bodies. Healthy bodies. It, re- it really is. And uh, we're going to take another quick break. If you're just joining us, we have a fabulous guest, Linda Carroll. We will be right back with more of her wise words. Don't go away. I can hardly wait to hold. My arms around you How long I have waited Waited just to love you Now that I have found you You've got the look of love Have you heard about Zero Res Carpet Cleaning? Yeah, we kind of have a funny name. You spell it Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Just remember, if you spell it backwards, you still get zero res. Zero res stands for zero residue. That means we leave zero soap or chemicals behind when we clean. When you go online, you'll see many other companies trying to duplicate what we say. But remember the name zero res, and you will be guaranteed to get the one true company that leaves zero residue behind. No more crunchy feel after your cleaning. No more spots reappearing. And no more scary technicians in your home to worry about. To schedule your appointment, give us a call at 480-507-2419, 480-507-2419, or you can go online to zeroresphoenix.com. Mention KFNX Radio when you call and get three rooms pre-treated, cleaned, and sanitized for only $149. Zero Res, spelled backwards or forwards, it's the right way to clean. 
Did you know that more than 65% of corporations on the New York Stock Exchange are using barter? In fact, more than 470,000 companies in the U.S. participate in barter. What do they know that you don't? Think you know barter? Think again. With Premier Barter, the Valley's fastest-growing and most business-friendly barter company, you can gain access to a network of more than 40,000 companies. Through Premier Barter, you can expand your customer base and generate barter dollars, which can be spent through hundreds of companies locally and thousands of companies nationally. Wide. Almost anything you can think of, things you're currently buying for cash, can be acquired with barter. Visit www.premierbarter.com. It will be the best business decision you ever make. 602-470-8020. That's 602-470-8020. More than 470,000 companies in the U.S. participate in barter. What do they know that you don't? Call Premier Barter today. That's 602-470-8090. Premierbarter.com. Neil Bortz, mornings at 10 on KFNX. This is Passion by Design here on KFNX News Talk Radio. You can hear encore presentations of our past shows. If you visit iTunes and type in Passion by Design, you can also visit our website at www.passionbydesign.com. We are here with Linda Carroll, our relationship expert, and we were talking just before the break, Linda, about self-acceptance and women as they age and how they feel about their bodies. What type of role do hormones play in keeping our relationships alive? Oh, that's such a, that's a very, very big question. And I don't want to, and I want to dodge it because I think that there's so much, uh, well, do I want to, I want to dodge it. Um, I think that there's so much that, that a really good, uh, 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 someone like, um, Christine Northrop could answer about oh, yes, about she's that. Excellent, she's excellent. And she's really wonderful, and I, th- you know, I think it's a complicated issue because of all the the things that we know or we don't know about hormones or taking hormones. But I, I think that, but uh, so I'll, I'll dodge that question physi- physiologically, but I'll respond to it emotionally because emo- uh, hormones certainly affect our emotions. Um, and I think that that, that 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 goes back to that whole idea that we can have arousal without desire, that I think that hormones make us, they, they have a lot to do with desire. You know, from an evolutionary point of view, mm-hmm. they're a really important part of us, that just like we men have so much more testosterone, women have all this estrogen, and that's part of our whole nesting in, instinct. And as, as we get older and our, we have fewer hormones, we have, um, it, it affects how we feel, emotionally as well as how how we feel sexually what what i was talking about earlier though is that you can bypass those things that those are, that if we make that the the basis for our sexuality is having a, a lot of active hormones it's over at 40 but mm-hmm. that that doesn't go along with the statistics that say sex can get better and better so i think we can bypass what our home hormones are saying and we can override that with intention we can override Absolutely. it with intention Actually, that's an excellent answer, and that's exactly what 
I was looking for because we don't have that um, youthful desire that we once had in, when we're, you know, in our 50s, 60s, 70s. And so by intention, we create the romance. And that's one of the things that Paula and I talk about in our book through fantasies, role playing, you know, relationship playing, romance, um, you know, doing those little things that really excite you emotionally. So that was a really good, good answer to that question, actually. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> Perfect answer. Linda, you talk about reframing. What do you mean by that? Reframing. Well, I think that it has, that there's a, um, an art and that if we practice this art, it can become instinctive. And so reframing means that, let's say that our partner has a reaction to something. They seem to be very controlling about wanting their way. That the first instinct may be to push back and say, why why are they being such a control freak? But a reframing, what reframing would look like is to say, why is this so important to them? When somebody, for instance, is critical to their partner, Underneath that criticism is a desire. If I say, you know, you're never affectionate, which of course is breaking all the rules about always never, but in those in those escalated moments, it feels like that. Or why aren't you more affectionate? Or why do you criticize so much? Or you know, why do you why do you always have to point out how much my ideas cost? That's a real one. Um, how much my ideas cost before getting into the excitement of them? If I can, if I if I stop there. What that does is it creates a feeling in me of defensiveness or of feeling upset or of feeling not seen. But if I can reframe what my partner is saying and saying, what is their ang- what's his anxiety about? What's his fear about? What's the desire under the criticism? So if I say, you don't hug me enough, the desire is, I want you to hug me more. So that that so that reframing really has to do with how we look at a situation, and it's what a therapist will help people do, and it's really an art I try to help my clients to create for themselves, because once we learn how to do that, we can we don't hold our partner accountable for every everything that they say in terms of what the words are, but we're able to see what the feeling is behind the words, and sometimes respond to that. Mm. That you know, is so beautifully put. I love that because there's there's so much power in our words. In fact, Sandy and I have a chapter in our book called A Word About Words. Oh. And this is so much, Linda, what we talk about. And, you know, I catch myself um, really when I start to get cranky. Not that I ever get cranky. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> never, <laughs> never. Um but you're really looking at how I'm expressing that and even even the tone of my voice. And, you know, we talk about the that when when you say, um, well, okay, sweetheart, well, that <laughs> conveys a whole different message when mm-hmm. what I really want to convey is sweetheart. You know, right. it's right. that. I, and I love what you're saying about desire. You know, it's it's just it's it's golden. It's great, great stuff. Um, you are you are just terrific. Well, um, thank I know you. you. I know I've you've been got at it for a long book. time. Oh, I and you're so good at it. Can you tell us about your new book a bit? Or is that still uh, under wraps? Well, it's it is under wraps, but I've been working on it for a long time. Um, it's called Love Cycles. At this point, that's the work in, in progress. And again, people can can get a, a look at that on my website. Um, I, I've been tell your website again one more time, please. It's lindaacarroll.com. 
Linda A. Carroll, C-A-R-R-O-L-L, dot com. And that the, the, the love cycles, is it really is been emerging. I, I am a presenter at the wonderful Rancho La Puerta mm-hmm. um, several times a year, and I started to talk. As it, it Really, it came from my work there over the years as I began to talk about relationships and how we go through developmental stages. The love cycles kept emerging, and first there were four, and then I found another one. Actually, I found a, a sixth one, but I'm not going to make everybody in my life crazy by trying to change everything around. Um, but I but I find that I find that graphs are really helpful for me. I'm very visual and it's not that everybody fits into a system, but the, but it is really helpful to see. I remember when my kids were growing up, I had a development a chart a developmental chart on my fridge and I could see that when my two and a half year was throwing tantrums in the grocery store, it didn't mean something terrible was going on. It meant she was two and a half or he was two and a half. And it's the same thing about relationships, that we go through cycles and, you know, there's seasons. And when we're in winter, it can feel like that's the whole truth of the relationship. And when we're in summer, it can feel like, oh, we've arrived. or we Now we've arrived and it's all wonderful. And we're always going through changes. Sometimes it's, it feels wonderful. Sometimes it doesn't, like an accordion that goes in and out. And to be able to hold that and that witnessing and remember, yeah, it's sort of a bad day or, you know, there's not a lot happening in the relationship between us right now. Maybe there's not even a lot happening with me so that we can start to reframe those those contracted moments. And I think it also helps to know with cycles that when we're having these wonderful times of connecting with our partner, to know that also changes. And it doesn't have, it doesn't mean people can get frozen. They get frozen in wanting that first stage of passion to go on forever and when it changes to think there's something wrong we can also get frozen when we're stuck in a hard dynamic with our partner which i think i think we get into if you're with someone for a long time everything seems wrong you can't agree on anything you feel annoyed at the same stories over and over it's just it's a moment it's not the truth so it's being able to we have to reframe how we see these little tiny spots of a relationship and try and make it the whole. Well, you know, I actually recommend to my clients one thing uh, in the physical, because I believe so much that our, our beautiful, delicious physical world is is our playground that spirit gave us to play in and that spirit yes. made manifest. And it's to take, you know, we all probably have a, a wedding photograph or a, a photograph of a happy event that happened a long time ago. I take people's attention to that photograph and say, take that to a framer and actually put that in a fresh, new, brand new frame. I mean, literally, physically reframe it. And it's, yes. Yes. it's just such a fabulous tool because people come back and look at their wedding picture with fresh eyes. Well, another or a vacation thing picture. Or a picture of each other as children. A yeah. picture you really love of your partner as a four-year-old, oh. and which really I think just softens us so much. And you get to see there, and there he is as a four-year-old, you know, in the shadow of his older brother. And oh yeah, now I remember why he doesn't like me talking more than him at parties. You know, so, so the reframing can even go back to those pictures. I remember my husband and I carrying pictures around of each other as kids in our wallets. And oh boy, I just had to look at a picture of that little kid and I. You know, I just melted. What a beautiful idea. Well, we're just about out of time, Paula, aren't we? Linda, you've been a wonderful guest. 
Well, thank well, you so Linda, much. It's been great to be on the show. We want you to come back and join us again. Absolutely. There's so much more that we have yet to even even tap into. But uh, uh, I do remind our listening audience to go back to our website, which is passionbydesign.com, and check out that quiz. It is free there for you. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, have our encore presentations of our show. You can find our book. We're up on iTunes. So just keep living your life with ambiance, essence, and amore. I'm Paula McChesney. We'll be back next Saturday. Bye-bye. When I said yes, it's because you said you would love me for the rest of my life. When I said yes, it's because I felt the same. Now, it's my turn to ask you the big question. Do you know that a woman can never have too many diamonds? There's a reason for the expression diamonds are a girl's best friend. But don't get jealous, because my love for you is very different than my love for diamonds. London Gold has been helping couples express their love with diamonds for over 30 years at three valley locations. Browse the largest selection of diamond stud earrings in the southwest. Located in Scottsdale, Arrowhead, and Chandler, and at londongold.com. London Gold, voted best in Phoenix and always better than a sale with recent price reductions on thousands of your favorite items. Take the guesswork out of gift giving. Diamonds are a safe bet, and they never go out of style. London You're listening to KFNX News Talk Radio 1100, Cape Creek, Phoenix, the home of Steve Malsberg, weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. It's 12 o'clock.